Welcome to the Mental Health Check-In, produced at Palo Alto University, dedicated to psychology and counseling. Today we're checking in with Dr. Clark Osloos, a counselor, researcher, and visiting assistant professor at Palo Alto University. Dr. Osloos' work focuses on gender and sexual diversity, with a special emphasis on supporting the mental health needs of transgender youth in schools and communities, a population that he says is often overlooked. We don't have a lot of literature dealing with our younger gender expansive or trans folks. So we see it more for adults. We see a lot of standards and guidelines for some, some even adolescents or teenagers. My, my colleague and I are really wanting to work on and tap into kind of the younger piece. Dr. Oslis is collaborating with Dr. Lena Salpietro to examine the various aspects of harassment and discrimination of trans and gender expansive youth. You know, it comes with a unique piece and a challenge in the sense of a lot of times with these ages and, and certain parental structures or guardians, there's some resistance or there's some um, ideals about this being exploration or experimentation, which can be true for, for several, for several you know, children. Um, but oftentimes there's some resistance and, and processing through, you know, how can my young child at this age know about their gender identity? Um, what is like the development of that? And, and are you sure? Is this real? What, what do I do? So there's all these pieces too that we're interested in helping support that's a little bit different than maybe working with like a trans adult, for example. So, um, you know, in this, in this chapter that we're working on, we give a, a clear case example of something that we see in a school setting with someone who is non-dominant in a sense. And so what does that look like in the school? What if you experience resistance from administration and working with the student? Or what if you have, as we often see, parents who are not affirming of our trans kids, um, but the trans kids want affirmation and support within the school setting. So it's sensitively navigating the balance between uh, respecting and honoring our authentic identities of our trans kids and navigating the legal guardianship of a parent and what that looks like. Dr. Oslus was recently awarded a minority fellowship from the National Board of Certified Counselors. The fellowship enabled him to create a special support network for school counselors and other personnel in his local Northern Ohio school system to address the needs of transgender youth. Due to that program, I was able to create a uh, kind of a panel of experts, so to speak, that act as consultants for our local school systems. Um, specifically working around topics like inclusivity and, and issues with LGBTQ students in schools. We're building this up and forming it as a place where, you know, educators and school systems can come to us and say, you know, can you give us some information or can you give us some tips on how to deal with this certain scenario in a sense? And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of that and I, I want to continue to build upon that. I asked Dr. Oslis what the genesis was for this idea and how he determined there was a need for such a panel. Yeah, great question. I think that it came from kind of a personal, um, you know, idea of what through my work and seeing the disconnect between the school systems and maybe or maybe not disconnect, but kind of lack of uh, lack of support, lack of resources, lack of awareness. And so um, what I would see is clients coming to me for counseling and a lot of issues stemmed around kind of this environment or structure of the school system. And so I felt this need to kind of 
be able to provide resources and consultation or, or you know, professional development opportunities for educators as well to really help support them. And um, you know, ultimately hoping that that fosters more safe and comfortable environments for trans kids. While Dr. Oslus believes there is much work to be done in our schools and communities to provide adequate support for transgender youth, he is hopeful that things are moving in the right direction. I'm hopeful in that we will see school districts intentionally demonstrate commitments to diversity and inclusion and equity because I think what I'm seeing more and more is committees that are formed for schools or subcommittees or kind of advisory panels even in a sense where they might say, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and this is what we do. But what I'm, what we're still seeing a disconnect in is kind of like the actionable pieces that come from that. So I'm comforted in seeing that we're seeing more diversity within our administrative structures, but I would also love to see the next step of, you know, it's not just a name. Let's see what we can do within the school setting and kind of getting a climate of students and um, maybe involving students in a, in a sense in the decision-making processes of student-led groups and things like that. So I would like to see that move forward and I'm hopeful it, it will be. One thing I'll add is even further, I'm using transgender as a kind of umbrella term encompassing a lot of different gender identities. Something to keep in mind is, you know, there are students who may not even conform to kind of the binary construct of male or female. Um, and so they might be more fluid with their gender identity and presentation. And so that even more adds a layer that can be complex for teachers and administrators and how to, you know, work with diverse students like that. So um, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm really hopeful. And I think that, you know, I feel empowered to kind of continue this charge and, and build community so that we can really increase the impact of and getting schools educated. Recently, the Ohio Counseling Association awarded Dr. Oslus the Susan J. Sears Counselor of the Year Award. This is the Mental Health Check-In at Palo Alto University, dedicated to psychology and counseling.